Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master. And guys, we just this month doubled our patrons. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Oh, really? Wow. That's wow. insane. That's so amazing. You guys are killing it. Huge thanks uh, uh, to all of our uh, supporters and listeners. That's phenomenal. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank absolutely. you. Thanks, guys. Uh, we do still have a few slots left for the signed, painted, and numbered Tana models. So come join us on Patreon and affect the story like our community has been. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back. Mo here, played by Nolan. Uh, I've had kind of an annoying week. Have you guys ever had like your phones it has either like what siri or uh what's the android version google um, yeah the, the <laughs> voice like have you ever had a malfunction on you what kind of malfunction like it like talks to you and you don't say anything to yeah, it uh-huh. so mine's been doing that all week it keeps saying don't call me Shirley," and i was like what the hell is going on and then i realized i left on airplane mode anyway great a good one. <laughs> Shirley, you can't be serious. Beautiful. And don't call me Shirley. Uh, hi, JR here, and I'm played by Greg. Uh. Yeah, are you mocking me? Yeah, I'm mocking you. That's rude. Anyway, I like this. Our characters are taking over. Nolan, did you say yeah, I'm I said, Mo? hey, Mo, Mo here, here, played yeah. by Nolan. Wow, I'm I'm that I guess I'm the only one who caught that. So, I did on purpose. That wasn't a I have a, like a conspiracy take, or I don't know what you would call it, but... So T-Rexes have those tiny little arms, right? And they don't make sense. Why would a big T-Rex have little arms? Well, if you look at an ostrich skeleton, they have the same kind of arms. So T-Rexes were dragons. I'll buy that. But what about the wings? You're missing the most. The little arms turn into the wings. So in from dragon to dinosaur to bird. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy buy it. it. Right on. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm <laughs> I'm thinking about dragons now, but then again, I'm a fantasy author, so I spend a lot of time thinking about dragons. <laughs> I'm Rachel. I played Tana, um, and I'm not going to lie, when you were talking about that, then I started thinking about like unicorns, and then I was thinking about narwhals and all sorts of things that have like horns coming out of their head, but I guess a narwhal, it's a tooth, isn't it? What? Technically, yeah. I think yes, it is a it's tooth. A tooth. For a narwhal, right. it's not actually a horn. It's one big tooth that just went... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They have really bad dentition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm just a hot mess over here, and I'll I'll just look at Aaron for him to go. <laughs> Wait, who do you play? I said I play Donna. Oh, okay. Who's <laughs> also a hot mess. <laughs> Hi, this is Finian, and I am unfortunately... Um, be set upon by this Aaron person who keeps telling me what to do all the time. <laughs> okay. And um, I'm looking forward to this evening's session with the rest of the group and adventuring. This is Sean. I'm not sure if I even exist. <laughs> but this guy named Sarek keeps telling me I do. Oh, Sean. And with that, I think it's time for our story to continue. Okay, friends. Raise your glasses, please. Some ships are wooden ships, but those ships may sink or be caught on fire. The best ships are friendships, and to those ships, we drink. Uh Uh-huh. Cheers. 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 Love you guys. Chapter 14, Second Chances. Heen, though your head throbs from the mental mansion that Sadiq held your prisoner in, you wake gently as if from a nap. Is that how you wake gently? That's how I wake every time. I've been doing that every single time. You need a CPAP machine. Uh, There's no CPAP machine, unfortunately. Uh, But you find that you're cramped in a little prison cell with your companions. Uh, The area is lit by torches. There's two beds in this cell. Uh, you're not on one of the beds. You're just on the straw on the ground. And there's a pair of guards that are outside quietly patrolling, watching you as well as a handful of other prisoners who are in different cells. Mo, 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 I, I have a question. Um, uh, how am I doing, Mr. DM? Yeah, one by one. He and you see your companions waking up. Uh, apparently Mo is the first. Oh, oh, hey, Heen. Man, I had the worst nightmare. I, I thought I lost my arm. You did lose your arm, but are you still alive? Oh, God, am I not alive? And then I'll look at my hand, and I guess I'll... It's yeah, a physical it's, hand. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. You're good, too. 
Wait, wait. This I, I can't move my arm. I'm gonna like, kind of like fish flop my arm. Oh. You, you find that the one that was torn off, it is there, but it just hangs limply at your side. No, no, it's it's fine. I probably slept on it funny. I just gotta get some like blood flow, and I'm gonna stand up and like start doing some stretches. Uh, anyway, buddy, what was your what was your question? Uh, uh, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. The last I saw you in there, you were probably nearly dead. Oh, oh yeah, that was real. I, I thought. Hmm. Wait, wait, yeah, what? Wait, we're in a jail cell? What happened? And then I'll look to the everyone just sitting in here. <laughs> I'll wake up, and when I wake up, a bonfire will light beneath me in the straw. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll put it out. Where are we? What happened? No, no, it's good. Someone lit a match, and I'll be sitting on the toilet, one of those. Toilets this whole time. It's probably a bucket. <laughs> yeah, or just a hole. <laughs> I feel so much rage for JR and I can't fully remember <gasps> you you shoved me in water and you left me to drown and then you accused me hey Mo how's your arm uh numb but it's still on yeah I, yeah yeah okay that makes it a little bit better you accused <laughs> me for him losing his arm Hold on, before you yell at me, I'll stand up and pull up my pants. I don't want to be yelled at while I'm trying to have my privacy. Just a moment here. We're all sleeping, and you've woken up early, and you're taking a shit. What else do you, what do, you do in the morning when you first wake well, up? Well, yeah, but not with four other people in the room. Maybe you. Maybe this is how it works in this in this scenario. I'll take a menacing step towards JR. Oh, are we doing this again? I stand up. I briskly step towards Tana and I cuff her essentially from the back of her. What do you wear? A blouse? Jacket? No, I wear a cloak. Cloak? Okay. Yeah. I grab the, the collar of her cloak. Sit down. Stop this insanity. I have never heard <laughs> Finian yell before, so I am going to sit right down. <laughs> Mo also sits down. <laughs> the two of you are behaving like children. I don't know what happened to you, JR, but you, your brain has become compromised. I don't trust you anymore. And Tana, you have no self-control. You yeah, are impulsive, fair. impetuous, and foolish, and you rush in when you are not the right person to do so. Sit down. Do you think these guards are going to let you fight in this cell without summoning more to kill you? No. Mo, your arm. Y yeah? <laughs> you bring this thing on to yourself. You had no business attacking that creature. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you are a fool. I don't know how I ended up in a situation where I am allied to ones like you. I am used to following those who are wise and have great integrity but i have found myself with a group that are foolish rash and stupid when they should be thinking twice about what they are doing and why they are there heen i would think you would be a better leader for this group than you are you make no sense to me and i do not understand your motivations uh like jr i'm not sure i trust you and your mind seems to be damaged I don't know if I find my way out of this cell. I don't know why I would continue on with this group. I would just as soon go back to the Druid Grove and continue my studies. Ah, Finian. I suspect that was a long time coming, and I ah, appreciate the honesty. That mansion brought out the worst in all of us, and I suspect... That is who we are, but it is not who we should be. We have to do better. I talked to Sadiq as I remembered more of what has happened in the past and more of what the Seekers are. We are on their list, their very short list. 
and each and every one of us will not survive any longer if we continue to behave like we are. Even Finian, if you walk out from this group now, you will die. So in other words, you're saying that I am on a death list because I am guilty by association with this rabble-rousing crew of fools? It is not the first injustice passed on you, I am sure. You ended up in the path of malice, same as us. I cannot pretend to be the arbiter of justice. I know that we just must be better, and perhaps you are here simply to make sure we are better. Give me a better reason to go to Belior with you, then. If they operate from Belior, why should I not just return to the paths of mercy and the protection of my order? <laughs> you would think they have protection. Perhaps Sadiq was not strong enough in his intent. He is one of their weakest. In my younger years, I was one of their greatest, but not in power, just in tactics. They will come, and they will come in force when they want to kill you. No mage has ever escaped. Great. So this whole time we've been spending our days and nights with a mage killer. Nice to know, Heen. To be fair, he was in malice with us. At least now we're getting a better idea of why. I knew from the beginning I deserved to be there, but I knew not why. It is since passing through Logol and being reminded of my past that I see why I left that order. And at one point, will you change your mind and say, maybe you should go back to being a seeker? Maybe you don't want to spend your time with magic-using rabble? I don't wish to even be alive, Tana. The fact I was brought back is not a mercy at all. You may all be happy for being brought back and given a second chance to right the wrongs in your past, but... My wrongs are too severe, too many, and too grievous. This is punishment for me. But just like Zai gave her life for you, Tana, perhaps I can give this life to make sure we, those beyond us do not suffer the same fates. Well, I will say this much for the path of malice. I don't believe Mo belonged there based on what I know of him now. I don't believe he has any evil intention or evil in his heart or carried out orders or followed orders that involved the destruction of others. I believe he is a good soul, did not belong there. And I can tell you from my experience, my own life, I had no reason to be there. Something or someone had a reason to put us there against the natural order of things. Whatever you may believe about yourself and you as well, Tana, I don't believe any of us truly belong there and we are in over our heads. And pursuing this path to Belior and putting ourselves in such danger sounds like just even more foolishness to me. You already gave your word to Mo. You said you would help him. Will you go back on that elf? Uh, at this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up. Listen, I, uh, I, don't, I don't like getting mad, but here we are again. We've already done this. We've already fought each other. I don't get it. We all woke up together. We all got back together. We're a group. We're a family. I don't understand why we keep yelling at each other. We've all made mistakes. And, you know, Finian, I know I wasn't supposed to attack that monster, but I was only doing it because those two didn't see it. And someone has to take someone has to fight. Okay, that's what we're all doing. We're all fighting. Why can't we fight together instead of against each other? And that's what I'm saying. No one is fighting together in this group. There's no organization. It's just chaos. First of all, there's nothing wrong with a little chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Says the tiefling. Obviously. Second of all, I can say that there is one outlying problem. I'll look towards JR. Ever since the brawl in that bar, you have been going farther and farther down a path that I don't understand, and you're getting darker and harder to read, and this is past chaos, and I think it's that sword you picked up. I think it is rotting whatever brain you have in your head. I mean, it could also be, like Finian said, the company you keep oh. affects you. You're welcome to not keep this company, but I am telling you this not as a friend, but as an acquaintance who's been forced on this journey with you. I think that sword chose you, and I think it's planting its malicious seeds in your head. And if you want to continue with this group, I suggest you leave the sword behind. 
The sword is just a weapon. If that's such a big deal, fine. I'll leave it behind. I don't need it. I'll exchange looks with Mo. Yeah, Mo's and, looking pretty and concerned. Perhaps the rest of us too. Like, R- really? You would do such yes. a thing? You'll just you'll just leave it. Yes. No tricks. Just stay here. Okay. Well, then I have no further <laughs> comments. <clears throat> I uh, I walk over to the edge of the bed, sit down, and pull the the um, hood on my cloak far over my face. You can't see me. I just sit there quietly. Okay, before this devolves further, I think we must acknowledge we are not all in the right headspace right now. What we have just gone through has been traumatic, to say the least, and it was designed to be traumatic. It was designed to pull the worst of us out. And in this moment where we are at our worst, we are still a family, like Mo has said. And I like his sentiment. The heartfelt honesty of it. It is a rare thing these days. I will continue with Mo to help him with his problems with Sensei or whatever they may be, for Mo is a good person and we should help him. Yeah, and guys, we're not we're we're not alone in this. I mean, this is incredible. You got you're right, we need more control. And when we're headed is perfect. We can all enroll. (laughs) (laughs) I will I'll stand up and roll my eyes. <laughs> I will go too. I really want to meet this sensei character. Don't we all? That's a spirit. That's a spirit chair. I'll stand up and try and pat you on the back, but my arm doesn't work. <laughs> Antana, I'm sorry I pushed you into the water. I was just trying to let you reach your full potential. You'll see small sparks shooting in my fingers, which I will then clench to try to suppress. Thank you, JR, for your heartfelt apology. I, too, am sorry that I tried to tear your head off, and I promise that I'll try very hard not to do it again. I hope so. And I'll just smile in a really creepy way. Where's my staff? None of you have your equipment. You're, you're basically just all in your clothing. Anything that you're hiding in your clothing has been removed. Hey, I got half my equipment. Your arm? I got yeah. one fist. <laughs> you will see a flicker of what looks like terror cross my face at not having my staff and I will I'll look around and see if I can spot it anywhere there's a thump from outside the cell and you notice the guard is lying on his face <laughs> I didn't do it yeah we all look at Tana <laughs> I didn't do it a, a innocent brightly colored butterfly flaps its wings uh. from his head uh, and flies off and at this point, you hear the echoes of a few other thumps as the other guard and all of the other prisoners fall to the ground as well. The sound of heavy footsteps follow, and Prince Morath kind of strolls on into the prison block with a giant burlap sack over one shoulder like Santa Claus <laughs> and twirling keys in his other hand. But Finian mutters under his breath, Oh, here comes our savior again. <laughs> Morath steps up to the door and uh, tries a few different keys. He he looks at each of you, just a glance. Doesn't really look at you, Heen, though you're used to this from him. Mm. You look like you've had a rough night. Yeah, it was it was pretty awful. To say the least. Finally, he finds the right key, and the door slides open, and he gives a sort of grandiose motion, like, you're, you can walk out. I'll high-five his hand as I walk out. <laughs> Where do we get our weapons? He'll drop the bag that he's carrying on the floor, and it it opens up as it does, and you see all your shit inside. That's great. It's only volcanic glass. Go ahead and <laughs> drop it on the floor, no problem. And I'll pick up my staff and dust off the obsidian. A simple thank you would be nice, Tana, he says with a bit of a, a grin. Oh, Morath. Yes, thank you so much. I don't know why I'm putting the effort. Thank you for dragging us into war and then changing your mind and then getting us stuck in a haunted house full of hell. He he opens his mouth as if to very angrily respond and then he just kind of shuts his mouth. Yeah, I thought so. I'll uh, I'll put on all my clothes. Yeah, I mean, for real, man. Thanks, though. That was was sweet. You got to teach me how you did that. Uh, he sees you glancing at the guards who are just on the ground 
Oh, don't worry about them. When they wake up later, their worst symptom will be severe diarrhea. (laughs) 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 More athletes you through the prison, and you find that every guard you pass is passed out, just completely unconscious. Yeah, I... I convinced the Council of Thekum to release you. After all, you attacked Belior ships. You should answer to Belorian law, not theirs. If you convince them, why are they unconscious? Well, unfortunately, they wanted to wait until King Sogrim paid for the damages you caused, and I did not want to wait that long. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> Outside, it is, of course, day, as you're finally on the Vitara side. Still in Thekum, which spans both sides. Morath seems to be in quite the rush to reach the docks. Um, along the way, he'll just make sure each of you puts on a disguise or a hood or something. I will actually uh, disguise self into... I'll be an orc. That sounds fun. <laughs> Great. Uh, as JR's putting on his disguise, I'll notice I don't see any sword, but I'll approach him. So, you have left it behind? Yes, like I said. Okay. Believe it or not, he and I do want to work with you guys. I am glad to see this may have been a temporary madness, but as one who understands mental complexities, I get if you relapse. Hey, uh, uh, on that note, guys, um, my rings weren't working last night, and that kind of concerned me that I just didn't have the right instructions. So I'm going to I'm just going to go get these checked out in a chanter real quick, get them turned on, and then I'll meet you guys at the docks. Good luck to you. Just hurry up. Don't get lost, Mo. I won't get lost. And mm. I look around. <laughs> and I'll scurry off. Yeah, um, Morath now kind of stomps his way to the docks, frustrated. <laughs> Morath? Yes, what? I have a familiar of Warthog, and I have not found him yet. His name is Dergus. Well, why are you telling me this? <laughs> I cannot leave Thekum without Dergus. Just... Just summon him. You're a druid, are you not? Summon him? Well, I have yes. no idea where he is. No, no. Uh, he will show you. Uh, he'll show you a spell that you can cast to summon. And you're familiar. Oh, thank you, Morath. I, I'm surprised you did not know this. I have learned much, but not everything. <laughs> and druid takes a lifetime of work to acquire knowledge. He nods in agreement. All skills worth knowing take a lifetime. I stop for a moment. Now he scowls when he talks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that that makes sense. (laughs) Um, I stop for a moment. Hopefully Morath will not keep marching on without me, but... No, he'll notice that you stopped. Okay, and I uh, cast the spell that he shows me. And and Dergus appears, you know, uh, uh, about 30, 40 yards away, coming out from between some buildings, I mm-hmm. guess. And um, he's got... He, he, if pigs could have a very puzzled or quizzical look on, her fa- on his face, this one does. <laughs> and he's got a garland of flowers around his neck. <laughs> he's got what looks like lipstick, but it's like pig kisses <laughs> around his face. And crumbs and, like, it looks like apple juice or juice or something <laughs> running down out of his mouth. Like, he's been having a grand old time without us. And are you saying you just interrupted the party? Are you saying he got laid? I think yes. <laughs> in more ways than one. Oh, man. He's, having, he's off having his own adventure. Yeah. Mo, you're wandering to find an enchanter. Yeah, and, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not looking for anything special here. Like, if the sign says open, I'm in. <laughs> okay, okay. You find one. It's not too hard to find an enchanter in this city. So you're just trying to get your rings appraised, basically, yeah, like, identified. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you're doing this. I can finally tell you what they I'm do. I'm also glad. Uh, these rings were designed by our three deity patrons. Ooh. Really? That's cool. Uh, I didn't know that was a perk. I'm both intrigued and scared. Wait, can I become a deity patron? Uh, I guess. <laughs> She's going to give JR another sword. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done with JR's sword. The one with the pale red gem is the Ring of Detect Danger. Ooh. Which is what you were told. Okay. Um, it's always active. Gotcha. And it does, in fact, detect danger. Ooh, so this one works. 
However, the range is touch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to say if Tana loses her temper, will it, will it notify him of danger? hilarious. <laughs> Who made that one? Uh, that one was made by Tiberius. Thank you, Tiberius. That is hilarious. Wait, so if he touches himself, he knows that he is the danger? <laughs> if he's dangerous to himself, then yeah. Well, I'm going to try it. Actually, it doesn't work. <laughs> blinking all the time, dude. Uh, the, the one with the glassy gem yes. is the ring of invisibility. Uh, but before you write that, I'm pretty sure you misheard me. Oh. The ring of invisibility. <laughs> that lets you locate the nearest in. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god that's genius. Oh, god. Like, you know, you think that's funny, but I'm going to use that. <laughs> wow, who made that one? That one I was called made that by... one. <laughs> Did you? Did oh, you yeah. guess that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so good. Uh, that one was P.M. Thank you, Pete. That was, that's that's hilarious. And the third one, the one with the dark gray streak around the metal, is yes. the Ring of Invulnerability. Um, this one you don't have to attune to. It's always active. Okay. This ring is absolutely indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> wow, our patrons are... <laughs> and this one was made by Linda Mundorf. Oh, no. Wow. Is it, Thank you, Linda. That's awesome. I'm going to use these. These are great. Is it that, dangerous um, that I already have some ideas about how to use that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that actually could come in very handy in certain circumstances. Yeah. So, uh -huh. yes, you were ripped off. However, <laughs> I wasn't ripped off. He told me what they he were. Did. He did not lie to you. <laughs> so uh, after I get these rings appraised, um, well, two questions. I just want to know, uh, how much are they worth altogether? <laughs> You asked how much they were. Did I overpay? $8. <laughs> uh, altogether, these are maybe a thousand gold. Oh, ouch. Wow. Okay. Well, um, and then the second question is how much was the shopkeeper laughing at me? Uh, <laughs> did you tell him how much you paid yes. for them? He doesn't laugh at you, he just gives you a really sad look. Like, oh. <laughs> no. So the merchant of Feckham charged a very steep markup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, merchant, quote unquote. <laughs> Guy in trench coat is more accurate. <laughs> Those things are so funny. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll thank the, the shopkeeper and then uh, I'll head back out on the street. And then uh, I have kind of an interesting idea. I'm going to I'm going to switch over because all these rings are on my my arm that doesn't work right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to switch over the. Um, the detect evil onto my work in hand. Okay. And then I'm going to head back to the docks. Okay. How do you switch your rings? Have you ever tried switching rings with one hand? I'm going to go ahead and roll <laughs> a dex check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not bad. Wait, when you say that, uh, before you roll, uh, oh, no! <laughs> our next mundane role has been replaced. It's I would mundane. say this is very mundane. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty uh, mundane. Tiberius says you roll a 12. That's actually what I rolled. Oh, wow. That's wow. insane. Okay, so um, that puts it... Would this just be sleight of hand, I would assume? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I roll a 15. Uh, that's enough to, to I switch. I was actually kind of nervous. I'm switch glad that fingers. worked. <laughs> wow. The, as the rest of you walk through the harbor, there are massive scorch marks that mar a large section of it. Uh, Tana, you realize that maybe when you fell unconscious, you lost control of that fire that was mm. that you were keeping at bay. Oops. Well, well, well. The docks. I can't be held responsible for what I do unconscious. There is still a strong smell of brimstone in the air as you make your way to, to the boat. Uh, a lot of the, there are a lot of people out who are cleaning up what's left of this mess. Yet another example of the chaos this party brings with it. At least I'm trying to be good. Oh, you heard that. Well, you, you mutter loudly. It's just at his normal volume. Exactly. <laughs> He's just talking to Derkus. <laughs> Seriously, though. Seriously, we can't all be born under the god of mercy. Okay? Some of us were born under gods and of, you know, chaos, which is just half a step from malice, and actually have to work very hard to be good. So I'm sorry we can't all be born with a silver mushroom in our mouths. <laughs> Nobody said you weren't good. You just have no control, and I hope Heen can make good on his word to help you with that. I have I a said lot. enough. We will talk about this later when there are not witnesses. 
Just know that if I had no control, you'd all be dead. <laughs> I'll ignore that comment and we'll keep walking. <laughs> well, wreck my rectum. <laughs> You're still alive. <laughs> you see Captain Deadby Dick up on a, a brand new ship. Yeah! In his full, colorful, toucan glory, uh, motioning you up the gangplank. Welcome aboard the Second Chance. I'm so glad to see you all again. I was getting mighty worried. Uh, hey, wait a minute. You're missing one. Where's Mo? He's going about some business in town, identifying some items. All right, but he's all right? He's all right. Ah, that's great. He's and do you have a lost. new ship? What happened to the sinking ship? Well, we left it on the other side, and we can't sail across the divide, so I had to purchase a new one. As Morath passes Deadbeat, he stops. Captain, set sail for Belior. And Deadbeat nods. Yes, sir. Uh, wait, should I wait for Mo? <laughs> Do I need to go find him? At that moment, you see Mo running through the barber. <laughs> With his arm, is it just like jiggling just by your noodling. side? I, I cast someone familiar and he just pops him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in a rush, you set sail, leaving the harbor. Finally, on the open ocean in Vitara. You're brought to their three rooms, uh, much like before. How do you divide yourself? I've seen enough naked men for a while, so I'm going <laughs> to grab one of them, go inside, and shut the door behind me. <laughs> Perfect. I'm, I'm going to wait to see which room JR heads into, and then I'll take the take the same room. Okay. So Heen and Finny and you'll share a room. Sure. Come evening time, there's a knock at each of your doors, and crew comes to get you for food, which is kind of cool and novel. You haven't actually eaten aboard Deadbeat's ship yet. Oh, man. Uh, and how is Deadbeat Dick's Deli's food? <laughs> Delicatessen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he makes uh, sandwiches to order. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, it's great. His crew, most of which you recognize, is pretty rowdy. It's hard not <laughs> to get kind of lost in the excitement. As I'm eating my sandwich, you notice that I am actually taking it apart and pulling the meat out and putting it, uh, I guess I would just feed it to Dergus because I don't want it to go to waste. He's a pig. He eats meat. Pigs eat anything. Yeah, pigs will eat pigs. My pig doesn't eat <laughs> Not when you're around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of look at look at Tana Weird. Hey, um, I don't mean to be rude, but like you made the sandwich. Why are you... <laughs> Why are you taking the meat off of the sandwich you made? I'm still getting used to words for food on this part of the continent. I, I didn't know what salami was. I thought salami was a type of vegetable. If you don't want it, I'll take it. Here, take it. And I'll add it so you look at my sandwich and it is just meat. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. No veggies, just meat. Is it and it's bread? rare. <laughs> Bleeding meat. Tana, you two avoid eating meat. Uh, I, I think I might be the only tiefling on the continent who does not eat meat. Uh, I can show you some recipes. And oh, thank you. Yeah. Foods that would be a good substitute. Yeah, we uh, there were a lot of uh, rotisseries and like open spit type dinners and the animals weren't always fully dead when oh, they started cooking them. Ew. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I... I this is probably unusual to hear, but my favorite f food is actually a fruit that you can find in the waste. It's, it's got like, it's kind of prickly, so you have to take the skin off, but the inside is amazing. It is phenomenal. Why are you all looking at me funny? It's, it's just kind of weird to see you like happy <laughs> and like reminiscent. I don't know. It's not a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's new. We haven't had food in months. I mean, it's just so nice to sit here and eat. Like, okay, Mo, what what food makes you happy? Like, what's your favorite food to eat? Oh, man. Let's see. Um, well, you know, I, I get kind of used to not eating all the time just because there wasn't ever really that much food around. But, like, I guess my favorite was, like, when we were kids and we would actually have all the ingredients. My mom would actually make, like, uh, it, it used to be called, like, shepherd's pie or something. Hmm. And then back when I was a kid, I wasn't in the field working, so I actually got some. As you grow up and, and you work up until you go to bed, basically, I would go back and all the food would be gone. So, yeah, yeah, those are shepherd's pie as a kid. That I think was that. That was my favorite. Hmm. What about you, JR? Hmm. I like mutton. Raw mutton. It's delicious. Oh, raw? Awful. Yeah. Is that normal? 
from where you come from? Yeah, I'd say it was pretty normal. For an orc, maybe, Deadbeat <laughs> says, taking a seat at your table. That's mighty strange of you, JR. That's a strange thing. Okay. What, I have interesting tastes? Um, certainly intriguing. <laughs> he and I'm almost afraid to ask you, but what's your favorite food from back home? I guess home is where you choose it to be. Um, I'm taking out a, a fish and I've laid out a bunch of salt on the table and I'm just rolling it in the salt, trying to get it saltier. <laughs> I look a little bit disgusted with it and I'm not happy, but uh, I would say that eggs with a tiny tree in the middle held together with box sap is the best. That sounds really interesting. Yum. <laughs> hmm. You're all looking at me. Oh, you want to know what my favorite food wait, is? Wait, wait, can I guess? Is it mushrooms? <laughs> no, there's a specific food that I really care for. It's, um, you know, it's a, a, a favorite of mine from childhood. And it's, um, it's a potato flour made into a pastry into which you stuff delicately seasoned and uh, sautéed mushrooms. We call it a mushroom raviolis. That sounds really good. Could I have the recipe for that? I could show you or conjure it potentially one day. I would like that very much. I have tried that. I, I think it needs seafood. <laughs> I don't eat fish or meat. I've actually, but I've never tried fish ever. Could I, and I'll, I'll reach for your super salty fish. Could I try a it's bite? It's a whole fish, so I'll literally pick it up and hand it to you. <laughs> okay. It's got the head I'll and eyes the and everything. I'll take the whole fish. I mean, you is know, it, the head and eyes don't bother cooked? me. No. It's just a raw fish. It's a raw fish that I was trying to salt. Okay, Gollum, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Wet and wriggling. I like cooked fish, but... Um, I'll, I'll uh, hold it in two hands like Tana, pork ribs. Tana, most uh, people don't eat a fish like that. It's usually... Oh, yes, you may want to use fire and first. Cooked. That's okay. I'll try it the way you do, and I'll take a big old <laughs> bite of the fish. And I'll chew it thoughtfully and... Mm, a little salty. It's okay. Yeah. I'll pass you back the fish with a huge bite taken out of it. <laughs> I'll take it back. I was expecting disgust. I mean, maybe even joy if you took it the other way, but just at, like indifference. That's that's kind of surprising. Yeah. I'll eat it, though, that, I guess. That beach just laughing at this. <laughs> Do the scales taste okay to you? I feel most people would find that quite unpleasurable. I'll be picking them out of my teeth with like one of my sharpened nails. Ah, yeah. Okay. I think I'll go back to fruit, though. <laughs> As I'm picking the scales from my teeth. Deadbeat Dick, what about you? What do you like? Oh, my favorite meal? Yeah, what did well, Eric Cockers eat? Well, my wife used to make a wonderful sunflower dish that mm -hmm. was out of this world. Uh, uh, what I would do to have her cooking. I understand the sentiment. What was your wife's name? My wife's name was uh, Deadpan Diane. <laughs> named by our Patreons. The <laughs> <or> patrons. <laughs> <laughs> well, she uh, she still walks in the light, but it's well, it's uh, it's been six years since I sank, so uh, she's moved on by now, I'm sure. I, I I thought about looking for her when we're back, but I don't know. Debbie, that's very sad. This is your second chance. Go find Dead Pan Diane. <laughs> so this is shit. And tell her, tell her to flick your foreskin again. <laughs> Tana, I didn't know you were a romantic. <laughs> There's a lot of things you don't know about Tana. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I keep thinking about it. I wouldn't mind her to fuck my feathers again, but <laughs> oh, but uh, like I said, I, I'm terrified. I'm worried that I'll find her and she'll have another man. And, you know, she has every right to move on. I, we had a few daughters. I'm sure they've all flown the nest by now, too. I, it's all right. I, I have my crew. I have my family. I'll, I'll be all right. And what? you have your second chance. Uh, right. The ship is aptly named the second chance. What about the five of you? What's your second chance going to look like? Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go save my sensei from the impending danger with my new family. And I, I also think I'm going to lean in and whisper. I also think they're kind of open to the idea of joining, which is awesome. <laughs> he nods, not having any idea what you're talking about. I nod about. as if he knows what <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> the energy... Slowly dies down as the crew, one by one, finish eating and get back to work. Uh, Deadbeat Dick even leaves, and you find yourselves sitting alone in the room um, with Morath, though he's not at your table. He's just sitting at a 
different table alone. Tana disappeared for a few minutes during this time, uh, but she'll come and join you, I guess. After. Oh, I get it. I throw up that fish too. Makes sense. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, I'll sit down with the rest of you. So, Morath. Hmm. He looks up uh, from his his sandwich that he hasn't touched. Why did you start a war that you then rescinded and had me light a bunch of ships on fire uh, for? Right. He stands and walks over to your table. Now, this is the story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> I'd like to take a minute to sit where you are. I'd like to tell you how I became Wait. the prince of a kingdom called Belior. No. I have to uh, release the full version as a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Did you write it? Uh, no, Did you write? But, uh, uh, we'll, maybe I can I'll, do that. I'll help we... you. I can help you. With a heavy thud, he sits down at the table. He left his sandwich at the other table. I do suppose I owe you five an explanation. I never wanted to start a war. Six years ago, when the Emperor conquered Belior, I thought things would change. I thought things would be better, but he allowed the culture to persist. And so I thought the only way, the only way to make change happen is for Sagram's life to end and along with him, the rest of his family. He hesitates for a, a long, awkward pause before he seems to nod to himself to, to confirm whatever he's thinking. And then bone antlers sprout from his forehead. <gasps> Excuse me? And his form shifts <gasps> into that of oh an elf. Oh, goodness. With, Brother! With <laughs> so long! <laughs> He has black Sorry. hair that's pulled back in a low ponytail. Um, and he he doesn't quite look up at you at first. He's just kind of looking down. I, I, like, I stand up. My chair falls down yeah. behind me. What? <laughs> I am not Prince Morath. My name is Valir. <sighs> Thank goodness. Uh, I... I promised you everything, so here it is. My... I grew up in Belior. My parents were kind people, and they were abused by their neighbors. The same people who took advantage of them were the same who turned me into the Seekers. I was dead by the end of the day, for magic that harmed no one. The people of Belior are convinced that magic is evil, but they're wrong. I... I've seen its beauty, children surviving lethal wounds, uh, cities built atop clouds, entire famines ended, but they murdered me for trying to help. I knew that me, that change would take time. I just, I didn't want to start a war. I just wanted to get the Emperor's attention. Because if he thought that King Sagram and his family were aiming to Begin a rebellion, he would come in, he would squash the family. Change could begin. I did not know that King Sagram actually sent a message that he was actually planning this rebellion. I'm sorry for lying to you, but to be honest, I thought the five of you would fail. And even if you did, that would still work in my favor, because everyone would still... There would still be evidence of Prince Morath reanimating five corpses to start a war. It would have worked either way. I, I'm pacing around the room at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Very unhappy about this. <laughs> so, why did we all end up in malice? Was that your doing? No, no, I had nothing to do with that. Though, I did ask the Druid Conclave in Thekum about that, and there have been many reports, not just from Malice, but all ten islands that people think they are being missorted. Hmm. So Interesting. Are you part of the Druid Order? I am, yes. Where are you from? I am. I was, my parents were from the Path of Mercy. 
but I was born in Belior. Where has the real Prince Morath been this entire time? I killed him. <gasps> oh. oh, snap. Hmm. I killed him before this all began. Oh, so much for the God of Mercy. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm trying to do right by the people of Belior and, and to set them free, but sometimes... The ends justify the means? Not all horrors can be undone with kindness alone. And he looks at you, Finian, when he says that. Sometimes we must do evil things to bring about good. Again, I'm sorry for bringing you all into this, but I have upheld my part of the bargain. You all get your second chance at life. But, um, um, how did you get your second chance? I thought you just said you died. I, I did. I found Valda, the demon. <sighs> I have promised my soul to her when this is all done. You sold your soul to a demon. It, it will be worth it by the end of this. If I can free my kingdom, if I can free them from those orc bastards, then my soul is hers. <laughs> Without so hesitation. So what will you do now? I must speak with the Emperor, and I will do everything I can, and I will not rest until Sagram's head has been removed from his neck. You have chosen a dark path, and yes, while occasionally one must carry out an evil act to bring forth goodness, I don't know if I believe that your acts have truly been in the interest of good. <laughs> I I don't care what you think, frankly, Finian. You can do or believe whatever you want. You've been given your second chance. I've been given mine. And I will do what I think is right, just like you'll do what you think is right. I have talked to a seeker we encountered. There's dissent among them. If your rebellion is to succeed, we are going to have to either change or fracture them very least. For the first time in the conversation, he meets your eyes. This is good news. I can play with that. Fractured. He stands um, and begins pacing. He's deep in thought. Yes, yes. Um, thank you for giving me this information. If the king is to fall and if the culture is to change, the seekers will too. Should be said as well that I am relieved that you are not Prince of Belior. I was concerned that the magic, the corruption, had spread all the way to the top ranks. <laughs> no, no. He was easy to kill the brute. <laughs> I had found very similar with nobles. The Order in Thekum, are they aware of your deceit? Yes, they are aware of this. And they're in support of your actions. They have given me mixed opinions. I can imagine that. Either way, I was burned at the stake for doing nothing, and when I returned home, I had found that my parents had been killed. They had tried to... <laughs> they had become the very monsters the Beliorians feared after my death, and in a rampage, they were slaughtered by seekers. You were burned at the stake by Gith. Yes. I saw that vision. He just stares at you. We were captured in the mind of Sadiq, one of the Gith seekers. Correct. And he shared that vision with me. And I attempted to save what apparently was your life in that vision. Oh, damn. <laughs> You're telling me that you know the seeker who killed me. It would appear so. And his name is Sadiq. Oof! 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 Thank there's you. a lot to answer for here. If you kill Sadiq, you may kill the very thing you are seeking to stop. Sadiq is on our side, and he holds a lot of authority within the Seekers. You must put your petty vengeance aside. He smiles, kind of predatorily. Oh, yes, yes. Sadiq I can use. And then when this is over, 
and his sentence will trail off. Some time passes, and I imagine you each leave the the room at some point, go back to your own rooms. Yeah. Once we're in our room, I turn to Heen. Heen, this is a remarkably complicated situation we found ourselves in. Morath has been assassinated. King Sogrim may or may not be aware of this betrayal and deceit. We certainly weren't. We find ourselves at the mercy of, from all I can tell, a druid who has gone to evil and is now bound by soul to a demon. His motivations and intentions may very well not fall in line with anything I would uh, consider to be the right path. I cannot pretend to know what has happened in the last five, ten, fifteen years. I, I still don't know exactly how long I have been dead. All I know is that at that time, there was no empire. It was simply kingdoms. So it is difficult to know who is really, truly correct here. We will need to find more information, but I agree with your suspicions. He seems like he is once again acting like he is a force of good, but you are absolutely correct. He is completely devoid of control and completely devoid of the full picture. If you do believe that Saduk is now allied with your cause to bring control and prevent the Seekers from continuing their rampage and destroying magic users. Then Valir is a danger to your plans. If he seeks to destroy Sadiq and goes back on his word. Yes, but the Seekers are very strong. I have seen he, what Valir is capable of in starting wars and deception and even resurrection, but to single-handedly topple an organization like that would be difficult at best. But he could destabilize it, no question. You are right in your apprehension. I know not the way forward. I will... I guess I will just head up on deck for some fresh air. You find Captain Deadbeat Dick up there. Um, he's, He's by the helm. But he's not steering, he's just staring at a sending stone in his hand that's glowing gently. I will smile to myself as I walk up to him, just casually glance at him. Hey, Dick. He'll jump like he didn't notice you were there. He oh. was so focused on the on his sending stone. What you got there? What what uh What Well this is a sending stone. You uh he'll eye you suspiciously. Hmm. Why, uh, why do you ask? It just, you were looking at it with such fervor. I was just curious to know. Well, I, uh, the, the Sending Stone's mighty important to me, but it's never supposed to go off, you see. Why? It just kind of stares at you. I'm not <laughs> suppressing a grin or anything. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you do, Tana? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, dippy dick, I never. <laughs> Who happens to be on the other side of that sending stone? My wife. Mm. But you knew that, didn't you? If you're accusing me of going in your office when you weren't there, rifling through everything on your desk and on your shelves. You left my, my quarters in a mess. I did no such thing. And I especially didn't find a certain sending stone sitting on top of a certain pretty Aarakocra's photo. And I most definitely didn't send a message saying, hello, darling. He and by so now I'm just grinning from <laughs> ear to ear. I have not called for a long time. There's a reason my crew calls me deadbeat, you see? Hmm. Well, it sounds like someone on the other end is calling for you. Maybe you should answer it. If he were a human, you imagine he'd be <laughs> blushing. 
But his yeah, his feathers are going up. They're cresting on on the top of his head. Oh, it's kind of cute. And he's getting kind of agitated, and he nods slowly. Well, fondle my feet. I suppose I should. And he'll 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 cluck away. Um, and when you imagine maybe when he's out of earshot and eye shot of his crew, he'll answer. Uh, yes, I guess uh, Jar and I are just we're sitting in the cabin, and you know I'm just like wiggling my arm like with <laughs> my other hand they're reading trying to make my arm work but it's still not working and then uh i'll kind of look over to jr for a while hey hey man you know what i was thinking i was thinking uh yeah we should do antics again uh we got some buckets of water and i don't think we got finian so what if we got finian with two buckets of water this time <sighs> antics are for children mo Ooh, i'll oh. narrow my eyes <laughs> huh. and i'll kind of i'll kind of sit up and uh I'll kind of just stare at you for a second. So, uh, hey, man, well, it's just the two of us. I've I've been meaning to ask, like, are you good, man? Things have been things have been different. Like, like you're you're just been you've just been I, I don't know um, uh, different. Oh, I'm great. I haven't been this good in a long time. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that, man. Like, we've also we've never there's a lot of stuff that went down that we never really talked about. You know, like uh, how you stabbed me and like how you were just. <laughs> you know killing people on the docks and apparently you threw ton into the pool like uh you're going through some stuff man i mean like feel free to open up i uh, i'm good i don't need to talk about things and i'll just flip a page in the book i'll uh i'll stand up and i'll i'll walk over and i'll put my hand on your shoulder uh immediately alarms go blaring in your head this man is dangerous so uh there's actually one more thing that that happened in the in the rooms we never really talked about you see we um we we kind of saw a puppet of jr yes and well uh i kind of think that that was jr soul render (gasps) i'll just stand up (laughs) walk over to the door fuck Lock it. Stop doing it slowly. It's anxious. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Modus. <sighs> For everyone calling you an idiot, you're quite clever. I'll give you that. Man, I'm gonna. I'll mm. raise up my one good hand. <laughs> it's been a while position. since I tasted your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Where's my buddy? Oh, he's gone. They should have listened to you. Maybe uh, this would have been avoided. I'm but not it's leaving. okay now. Now that I'm here, I'll lead you all on the right path down Malice. I'm not leaving this room until JR's back. And I'll get in like a fighty stance. One arm just dead at yeah, your side. Yeah, just dead <laughs> behind me. <laughs> oh, no, no. All I have to do is just say you slipped off the boat. You're oh. so clumsy, people will probably believe it. Well, while they're definitely going to believe that, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think you have a choice. You see, there's a lot in this body I realized that it's changing, and I like that. It's going to be an interesting metamorphosis. But not like a butterfly, more like a wasp that laid an egg inside that butterfly. Fuck. Hmm. I can smell your aura from here. Once you're gone, you know, it's just a half step from chaos mm-hmm. into malice. This is going wow. to be so easy. I can already feel everyone's souls are just a little bit of twisting. That twisting's not going to happen because what you're forgetting is they're all actually good people. JR too. JR's good. Tana's good. Heen's good. Finian's also good. Dirgus, I'm on the board. I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> listen, this ends right oh, now. Oh, oh, Dear Modus, Malice is full of good people who just needed the right little tick into the right direction. So I'll walk closer to you, and then just in my hand, a sword starts to form. Don't worry, Mo. They won't miss you. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> And the sword will be in my hand. Don't worry. I'll siphon off the rest of your soul. Uh, before you look at your roll. Are we going into initiative? <laughs> Was 
was a nat 20. <gasps> it was a nat 20. Wow, uh, oh, wow. I'm really going to miss Mo. I didn't catch you in time, but we're doing this again with JR's role. Uh, Someone substituting JR's role? Linda Mundor said JR's next attack is a 7. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we love thank Linda. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My, the hairs on the back of my neck are going up like, I feel like I need to be dragging Mo's collar away somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, as I go, I guess the sword just nearly misses your belly. Yeah, I'll, I I'll like step through it. Step backwards. And then I'll, I'll look up at you just with disgust. You you know, I've thrown the sword off before. I've thrown it into the ocean before and I could do it again. I'll throw with you in the ocean. <gasps> uh, yeah, and as, as the sword is right next to me, I'm just going to grab it. I don't care if it cuts me or not. I'm grabbing it on the blade side. I'm going to just try and yank it out of his hand. Uh, wow, both make opposed athletics. Uh, do I do no! it with disadvantage because no! I have one no! hand? No! No! Uh, I think I should do it with disadvantage. Yeah, that's, that's good. Wow, I actually did not do bad with disadvantage. Okay, so I got a 17. Wow. 17. Wow. Oh. Right, so Mo gets it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because JR just, set the DC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just yank it out of his hands and fall back on my butt with the sword so, in my hand. <laughs> you're no longer here. You're now in water. Oh, like <gasps> underwater? Yeah, you're floating in water. And as you your head comes up, it is just, you're in an ocean, just rain pouring down on you. And you feel a hand grab you by your shirt and pull you into a small rowboat. <gasps> oh, 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 no, it's been so long. We had a hug you. Oh, oh, God, I've been here for like years, I think. I don't even know. Time's so slow. I got bad news, buddy. I think Soul Render made through on his promise. I think he pushed me off the boat. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you're in the sword with me. Oh. And Wait, as I sword? like point, you notice that this ocean is kind of a rectangle and it has edges, and the storm oh. clouds kind of go to a point, so it is shaped like a sword. Oh, I've been so I don't know how long I've been stuck in here. I think time moves differently. Oh, oh but my man, God. it's good to see someone. <sighs> okay, good, good. I'm glad I found you because a sword was about to kick my ass, man. Listen, <laughs> it's just the two of us. Don't tell the group I said that. He was totally gonna kick my ass. I, I believe it. I'm down an arm. I need your help, buddy. I I was lent this power. I think if I lend it to you, we can use your power and combine together. We might be able to cast him out. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm totally up to date with magic. I know how to do that. Um, you're gonna be doing the heavy lifting, right? I need you to make contact, and I need it to hurt. We have one one chance of this before I'll nod, he kills us. I'll nod really slowly, Jr. I'll, I'll look into your eyes and just nod slowly, Jr. I can I can only promise I'll I'll try. I don't know if I can hit him. <laughs> I'll be with you. We're uh, not doing this alone together. And I'll hold out my hand and to do like a predator high oh, five. Oh, like a predator <laughs> high five. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll predator high five back with let's, hopefully my good hand. <laughs> let's bring the thunder. And outside, you'll just see Mo get struck by lightning. And standing there is Mo, arcing lightning around him. And a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so this is what magic feels like. And then I'll look over at Soul Render. You can't stop me, Mo. (laughs) Mo? That's not my name. My name is Joe. And then I'm going to punch him. (laughs) (laughs) So with a fist of lightning. Yeah, with a lightning infused fist, I'm going to try and punch him in the face. All right, make an attack roll. Wow, you actually hit. Good job, Mo. Or Joe, I apologize. Uh, it is a plus seven, a 20, not nine. Wow. I assume that's higher than your AC. You found your mojo. <laughs> wow. Oh. wow. As his fist hits, you see JR's fist kind of as a ghost around it, too. And it hits, so roll your damage. Oh! Mm. Uh, I will punch this soul render piece of shit in the face for nine. And on a touch, I sever all curses on the body. Oh, wait, what? As I cast Remove Curse, hitting him. (laughs) So the punch hits him in the face. He flies back. Black smoke probably shoots out of the back. And from Mo, lightning shoots out of him and into JR's body. And the smoke goes back in the sword. And I kind of rub my face. Ah! That hurt more than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. I normally don't punch that hard. (laughs) No, no, no. I deserved it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm glad you're back, though, man. I'm glad you're back. Let's throw this sword over the back. ocean yes. for once and for all. I'll take my jacket off, throw it over the sword. Would you like to do the honors, Mo? Yes. <laughs> I'll grab him. I'll grab the sword and I'll I'll walk up to the to the top of the boat, and uh, I'll go to the back of the boat. And as I'm holding the sword over the the railings, yeah. I'm just gonna be like, well, well, I guess one of us was going in the ocean, and then I'll let go. So what I'd miss. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we'll continue next week. Thank you all for listening to our podcast and a special thanks to our deity patrons, Linda Mundorf, yes! Tiberius, and Pete M, who did a lot this episode. Yeah, you guys saved the day. Thank you. Our celestial patrons, David Green and Ironjaw, and our hero patron, Chris Patowski. That is all I have for today. See you all next week. Woo! See you guys. See you. Welcome back, JR. <laughs>